Hi, welcome to this Business Leader Breakthroughs mini-sode, where we highlight the best bits of a previous show episode. If you enjoy these quick insights and want to check out the full episode, you'll find the link in the show notes. Or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin. And we want to talk today about kind of how you know you're learning, what learning feels like, and how you know you're kind of making your way through the learning progress. Mm, and how hard it is. And that and why it's meant to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We'll explain why it's why it's so hard. Yeah. Uh, doing doing the same old, same old, it's pretty easy. Yes, yes. And our brains, you know, our brains are actually geared to manage energy. They use seventy five percent of the energy we use in a day. So our brains get very good at preserving energy. So because when we're learning we're creating new neural pathways, that takes energy. So our brains try to avoid it. Our brains look for what's familiar so that we can go back to doing what we've always done. That's why it's hard to change, is because our brain's going, oh, I don't like this, this is too much hard work. I want to go the path of least resistance. Doesn't matter whether it's wrong, it's the path of least resistance and it's familiar and it preserves energy and that's my number one job. So that's kind of in a nutshell mm. why learning is hard. An example that I often use with that one is learning to drive. Yes. You know, before you learn to drive as, as a teenager, you kind of, you don't know what you don't know. You might have seen your parents and others drive and then you get behind the wheel and that, what do I do now? And you go through that process of learning, you know, which bits to press and which bits not to. And, you know, there's, there's three pedals most of the time. There's seven stalks. There's people to talk to and things to look at and you've you know. got to we've got to navigate and we've got to be aware of other drivers on the road yeah, and yeah. what's happening at traffic lights and intersections How and suddenly there's all this information yeah. to process and, and yeah. deal with yeah. and now the for those of us that have been doing it for a number of years or decades, decades uh, yeah. it's we can do it unconsciously yeah. and, yeah. Um, and I'd like I'd like to say reasonably competently no, no. yes I'm a great driver are you not no I'm a great driver no I'm a great driver I've never met anybody who was an average driver not, or at least would admit it. No, yeah, yes. exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, so we do it unconsciously, which does explain a lot of the driver behaviour that we see on the roads. Correct. Except when something happens and then we're alert. But that's the point about our brains. You know, if we had to go back to being learning to drive every time we got in the car, it would be enormously expensive in terms of time and effort. So the thing that gets us from that... Uh, conscious incompetence that you know the bunny hops and the kind of oh, how do I actually steer this thing and you know remembering to brake and not going up to intersections too fast yeah. the thing that gets us to a smooth drive is repetition and and so one of the things in adult learning that we know in the 10 20 70 you know the 10 percent in the classroom the 20 percent socialized and the 70 percent in practice is that the repetition piece has to happen uh, in order for the, the retention. So you do a workshop on, for example, delegation skills, you spend a day doing it. Well, within about 11 days, you've retained perhaps 6% of what you heard. And what you hear, what you've retained is actually just a matter, it's random. It's random. It's, you know, it's kind of whatever stuck. And so you go away with, some version of what you were told in the workshop. So workshops, they have their uses, but not for learning skills. It's the repetition piece. As people practice it deliberately and mindfully, they get better at it until they don't have to think about it anymore. And we talk about that learning doing gap. 
Yeah. And if we you know, come back to the driving example, if uh, we were with a driving instructor and they sat in the driver's seat and said, look, this is how you accelerate, this is how you brake, this is how you indicate, and then said, uh, but don't practice it now, come back and see me in a month and yeah, we'll, see yeah, how, yeah. we'll see how you go at it. Yeah. By the time you got back in a month time, you're like, I can't even remember what you showed me. Yeah. And it's the same with our adult learning when we're going, we want to close that learning doing gap down to you know, almost nothing if we mm. can, mm. where we're going straight from, here's the, uh, the, the content, here's the mm. understanding, here's my interaction, my socializing of the, of the learning, mm. and then we want to get to practice straight away, because yep. that's what helps us actually embed, and instead of only remembering 6% of what we're doing, right. we're up in the 80, 90% yeah, of, right. of remembering what we, what we right. do. That spaced repetition is what it's called. It's been around since the late 30s, and it's well understood, but not really used in adult learning as well. Uh, the US, they spent $2 billion last year on leadership development, and they, they, the survey that these guys from Harvard did uh, estimate they got a return on maybe 10% of that. So $1.8 billion wasted because of poor learning design. And the big, big problem is the gap between, you know, we talk about the learning doing gap. Literally, it means where you learn and where you do. And if, there are, if, if there's some distance between them, that's where the learning falls down. So the idea is learning and doing have to be, have to be meshed. And it should be a struggle. It should always be a struggle. So, one of the so things, come, come back to that, but yep. why, why is learning a, a struggle? Oh, it goes back to that piece about our addiction to the familiar and the path of least resistance and our brain's uh, uh, objective of preserving energy. It takes effort to unlearn. Whatever you do now is a learning. You've got a way of managing people that's not very good, it's actually not existent, but you've, you know, it's there. To learn something new on top of that, you have to kind of let that go and take on something new. If you need to have a learning mindset, which a lot of the work that Carol Dweck did around growth mindset was built around these are skills that can be learned. So that's a great way of enabling learning. So getting that mindset piece right, having your own um, skill goals, so thinking about things in terms of process, not outcome, is really important. Absolutely. Really important, whether it's in sports or business or anything, is how you do that stuff. The only way to improve performance is to pay attention to the process. Where, where can you do the process better and then how can you bring effort to that process? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's really, really key as well because yeah. it's a much lower energy option to default to habit yeah. and go back to what we what we already know. Uh, have you ever had this experience where you've been really busy all week and then you get to the end of the week and you go, I can't remember anything mm -hmm. that I've done? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's because you've been operating out of habit. Yeah, you're just yeah. doing your normal cycle. You're doing what business you norm normally business as usual piece. Before you start your next task, whatever that is, stop, pause, think. Is this next thing I'm going to do? going to add the most value? Is it going to get me closer to my objectives? Or, or even at a more narrow level, is this something that only I can do? Because if the answer is, well, actually somebody else could, then they should. And you should go and do something more, more valuable. And you might think that sounds really easy to just go, oh, well, I'll just stop and think about what I'm going to do next. Yeah. You know what? You probably don't do it very well right now. No. You know, we've been talking about kind of learning and, and I guess the context for that is training. But let's talk about people who are listening to this and thinking about their own, whether they're business owners, managers, leaders, whatever, what are the kind of the, the steps in adult learning? And Great. there you go. Okay, Great. first one, mm -hmm. if you're trying to get a different result in your life, you need to learn to do something different. 
So how do you do that? Step one, create the growth mindset. These are skills that can be learned. You know, you want to tattoo that on the inside of your forehead. You know, it's kind of, these are skills that can be learned. We use that a lot and it works. Number one, these are skills that can be learned. Second one would be learning is a struggle. It requires mental doing. If it's not a struggle, you're not learning. Third one would probably be repetition. Repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse. Until you've gone through that process from consciously incompetent, I don't know what I don't know, conscious incompetence, Mm -hmm. I do know what I don't know, conscious competence, I know that I know, and then the last one, I don't even know that I know. I've got this one down pat. So you've got to go through that process. I think they're they're the kind of main steps, you know, for people wanting to change anything in their life. They've got to learn what that looks like and learn to do that process that takes them somewhere else. And that critical piece of trying to close that uh, learning doing gap. So do your learning, do the practice, do your learning, do your practice really, really close as possible. And the only other one I'd add in is set a learning objective at the the beginning. Yeah. You know, and, and make it something that's a stretch but achievable. Good one. If you want to unlock the potential in your organisation, you really do have to create the learning organisation. Uh, so yeah. to help you know, follow some of these principles we've, we've talked about. And if you want to, want to unlock your own potential, it is going to be through learning something new. The fact that people are listening to this podcast well, would be true. a good indicator yeah. that they are open, probably growth mindset, open-minded. and willing to learn. Growth mindset.